Lufthansa's onboard hospitality begins with a smile at the door. Throughout the flight, the crew ensures that every passenger feels at home. You may feel disconnected from the world below while you're cruising at an altitude of 30,000 feet, but onboard Lufthansa, you're far from isolated. Thanks to Flynet's internet access, your time in the air will fly by. Meanwhile, you can discover your destination before you even touch down via the Lufthansa travel guide and stay ahead of the news with more than 250 free e-journals, including the Frankfurter Allgemeine Zeitung and the New York Times, which can be downloaded to your smartphone, tablet or laptop before takeoff to read on the go. There has never been more freedom in flying. Welcome to the Monocle 100 in association with Lufthansa, our weekly countdown of the opportunities and experiences that travelling offers. I'm Tom Edwards. Any time spent airborne is always a great opportunity to catch up on print media. A good airport will have a decent set of magazines on offer, whether you want to read about design, fashion, sport or some thoughtful in-depth pieces on international affairs. And it's always worth picking up some unknown titles when you're travelling to get to know publishing industries around the world. Today I'll be joined in the studio by someone who always takes a stack of well-made mags when he's travelling, Monocle's editor-in-chief, Tyler Brulé. We'll get his tips on the top titles to accompany your next trip. Stay tuned. Welcome to the programme. Good to have you with us. Uh, now, I know you're, you're a, a frequent flyer, of course. You're a seasoned traveller. Uh, you were travelling, I think, what, from Munich to London in just in the last few days. What magazines? Is there something that's always there? Does it depend where you're going? Tell us about the thought process that goes into your selection. Well, first you have to choose your airports wisely, because as we know, we bang on about it all the time, Tom. Not all airports are served in quite the same way when it comes to magazine selection. So sometimes it's probably not a good idea to wait until you're past security control because you could come up empty. And there are certainly a lot of airports which feel that they want more F&B outlets and they need more duty-free shops, they need more luxury goods stores, and, uh, and maybe less space for books and magazines. This is not a good thing. Indeed. And I know that it pains you, positively pains you, if you see your co-flyers arriving for a flight. It could be a proper long-haul job with Nothing. Maybe a tablet, but no. Can't bear it. No reading Dri- materials. Drives me nuts. What are they? What are they going to be? I, I, well, what are they, I, I, be they, doing? they worry me. I, I think. <laughs> what, yeah, exactly. What are they going to be doing? You know, is there that much to read in the in-flight magazine? Is the IFE offer that great? They make me nervous, actually. Okay. Well, so what would calm you? What mm. ameliorates you? What if you see? I don't know. Maybe somebody with a a magazine from the uh, Zeit magazine stable, for example. That's gonna that's gonna bring a bit yes. of cheer. Yes. If if I see someone with you know a big hefty copy of Die Zeit newspaper under their arm, great. Maybe then they've got uh, Zeit Magazine or one of their spin-offs. Uh, we quite like, of course, Zeit Man. So this is from the Zeit Magazine stable under the watch of, I think, probably one of the most talented editors in Germany, maybe Europe. Christoph Ament, great editor, and he's done an amazing job. Um, and the, the spring issue should be with us uh, not too far out. So that's good. Um, so I always feel you know that person's going to be well served. For me, I have to have a copy of The New Yorker. 
sometimes they have two or three copies of the New Yorker. One of my fears is that our flight's going to be diverted and I'll have nothing to read. So I think if you've got three New Yorkers, you can share them. Uh, maybe you can sort of you know, read aloud to stranded passengers. I don't know. But I, I think it's always important to have uh, a copies of the New Yorker. I like to have The Economist with me as well. And then there's normally some battered special out of the New York Times, the FT, which I can't quite get around to. And so it's it's sort of shredded and slightly origami or crushed origami. It gets, it gets more charming. It does, with each, with each bit of, with each bit and, of But then you sort of pull out and people think, God, look at that crazy person with this, ba- with this bag of clippings as well. Now, what about magazines that are a little bit different around mm. the world? I know, you know, we're probably fans of Architectural Digest, for example. Sure. Uh, and, you know, the Spain, I know, is an iteration that's particularly popular with some. Do you find that, that depending on where you're going, even the same title, there can be such a difference in terms of which of the very specific mm. regional versions you're, you're browsing? Yeah, and I'm not a huge fan of regionalized editions, but you touched on uh, Architectural Digest. So uh, Spanish AD, I think, is excellent. German AD also goes, those are the, the two top ADs out there. Yeah. Italian one's okay. I think I find the American one a little bit uh, too flash. It's a little bit too loud. But, you know, and what does a good magazine do? It It is a level of escape. It's not just, a, you know, an escape you know, from, from hours in the air or something. It is, it, it really transports. It takes you somewhere else. It, it indulges you in another lifestyle thinking, you know, this is where I'd like to be with current partner, future partner, four years from now. Uh, this is the architect I would like to commission. So, you know, I think that's on one side, that's what a great magazine does. You know, the flip side, and I think one of the great things we've seen, that people always sort of talk about the boring now, and we certainly, we, we, we try not to even indulge the discussion here. I don't think it's ever been indulged uh, within the walls of this building, Tom, but this notion of the death of print. But I think what we've seen, uh, as much as we talk about sort of technology and how technology has done so much digitally, it's also enabled publishers to, to certainly sort of lower the barrier for entry. So if you've got a burning idea for a magazine, it is much cheaper to go out and do 2,000 copies of a title, 1,000 copies of a title, which really wasn't possible before with the way presses were set up, etc. Another one I like at the moment, too, actually both from Hamburg, uh, one is called The Gentle Rain. And it's just that. It's, you know, when you look up at the heavens above Hamburg, you're always reminded that London is almost positively tropical compared to that city on the Elbe. And it's, uh, and Gentle Rain is, is just, it's like so many, it's a very different type of city magazine, but it's a celebration of, of Hamburg and all its creative forms and in great format. Uh, and it, well, it's well. really nice we talk about the challenges for, for publishing and magazine. Mm industry broadly but it's nice to see maybe cities businesses as well we know do it that say look actually we can make the best expression of what our business represents what our city or what our state Mm. represents actually by making a a print product it still has a resonance beyond it's not just even people who are in the publishing business to make money some people are selling something bigger the dream or the way they want to paint their city on the global stage absolutely i think what's great about a title like the gentle rain for example is that it was the city. It was it was an idea or a collaboration between you know let's say the deep pockets of a city like Hamburg, and also bringing in some of the the best graphic design uh, magazine talent. Uh, the, some of the gentlemen who are behind the magazine conference Indicon are also the the founders and editors and, and designers um, of that title um, as well. So it's it's interesting how a title like that can also yeah encapsulate the city, but also I think becomes a, a hotbed for for other ideas. The other one while we're in Hamburg which I thought we'd just touch on, is one called um, Salon. And this is brought to you by the Gruner and Yar stable, of course, one of the, the most respected German publishing houses. Beautiful, quarterly. And it fills a gap in the market, and not just in the German market. Now, it's only in German for the moment. I've heard rumors they want to start it in English. But it's just a, it's a celebration of just 
the best in food, but in a very elegant way mm. and takes you to some of the best hostels in, in Europe. You meet some of the best hosts. And it's just, it's everything a magazine should be. It's on great paper. It's confident in its format. It's got fantastic photography. My German is rapidly improving. But uh, I believe it's well written as well. And it's, I guess most importantly, it's been designed to be collectible. Uh, so mm. the spines, the way the magazines, its approach from a an art direction perspective is one that you'd, you'd go nuts if you didn't have the complete collection. A dinner party on paper. Who wouldn't want an invite? Absolutely. Uh, Tyler Rillet, Monocle's editor-in-chief, thanks very much for guiding us through your, pers- I don't know, personal in-flight newsstand, yeah. I guess. Thank you, Sean. You've been listening to the Monocle 100 in association with Lufthansa. Be sure to pick up The Forecast, which contains all 100 items on our list in full and is available on all good newsstands right now. Over this series, we'll be exploring the opportunities, destinations and experiences that travelling with Lufthansa provides. And we invite you to join us on this countdown to your next journey. Lufthansa's onboard hospitality begins with a smile at the door. Throughout the flight, the crew ensures that every passenger feels at home. You may feel disconnected from the world below while you're cruising at an altitude of 30,000 feet, but onboard Lufthansa, you're far from isolated. Thanks to Flynet's internet access, your time in the air will fly by. Meanwhile, you can discover your destination before you even touch down via the Lufthansa Travel Guide. And stay ahead of the news with more than 250 free e-journals, including the Frankfurter Allgemeine Zeitung and the New York Times, which can be downloaded to your smartphone, tablet or laptop before takeoff to read on the go. There has never been more freedom in flying.